He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ, our Passover, sacrifice for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with a leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 124, 125, and 126, beginning on page 504. If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, if the Lord himself had not been on our side when men rose up against us. They had swallowed us up alive, when they were so wrathfully displeased at us. Yea, the waters had drowned us, and the stream had gone over our soul. The deep waters of the proud had gone even over our soul. But praise be the Lord, who hath not given us over for a prey unto their teeth. Our soul is escaped, even as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we are delivered. Our help standeth in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. They that put their trust in the Lord shall be even as the Mount Zion, which may not be removed, but standeth fast forever. The hills stand about Jerusalem, even so standeth the Lord round about his people from this time forth forevermore. For the scepter of the ungodly shall not abide upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put their hand unto wickedness. Do well, O Lord, unto those that are good and true of heart. As for such as turn back unto their own wickedness, the Lord shall lead them forth with the evildoers. But peace shall be upon Israel. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Sion, then were we like unto them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with joy. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already, whereof we rejoice. Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that now goeth on his way weeping, and beareth forth good seed shall doubtless come again with joy, and bring his sheaves with him. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th verse of the 65th chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. No more shall an infant from there live but a few days, nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die one hundred years old, but the sinner being one hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as in the days of a tree, so shall the days of my people. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him in habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom like a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Who is like thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou didst stretch out thy right hand. The earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people whom thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength to thy holy habitation. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign for ever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the first chapter of the Revelation to St. John. From John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is, and who was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, 
and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatria, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven lampstands one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were, like, were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid, for I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. Behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, has overcome death, and open unto us the gate of everlasting life. We humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversary, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither unto any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Today's lessons... Um, you know, I think during during uh, Easter week, uh, these various morning prayer lessons have highlighted different aspects of the resurrection. And, and today we get this concept of the new heavens and the new earth. Um, and we have to sort of understand biblically what, the, what this means. I think we say new heavens and new earth, we think about uh, the calls to mind immediately that we're going to destroy the planet. <laughs> make a brand new, uh, we're going to redo Genesis in its entire, entirety. But um, the new heavens and the new earth that, that Isaiah is referring to is um, a new creation in which um, the covenant blessings promised to Israel are fulfilled. Um, the old heavens and earth, we have both, of course, the... Um, creation in Genesis, but we have the various covenant relationships that God established with Israel. And of course, the, the covenant relationship with Moses was a world in which uh, earth and heaven, um, the interaction between humanity and God was governed by the temple, by its sacrifices, by its covenant promises and blessings and curses. <clears throat> and of course, you come to the end of the Old Testament, and the problem is that 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 uh, that covenant um, resulted in Israel in exile, and it didn't achieve the covenant blessing of peace that was promised. <clears throat> and so, this is the need for a new heavens and a new earth, a new arrangement of the cosmos, was result of of the fact that the old um, creation has now um, come to a, a kind of place of, of, of incompletion and futility. And so um, Christ, uh, with his life and death and resurrection and ascension, has created um, a new heavens and a new earth because he has, he has expanded the horizons of, 
of fallen humanity um, before the the uh, you know, we die, we descend into uh, Old Testament is Sheol, New Testament uh, translation is Hades, and there's this stuckness in the place of death, and so all of life. We labor in the cut, you know, in trying to do the will of God, but we can't, and it ends up in death and, and being stuck. Jesus, who descended into Hades, and then the third day rose again, and this is the beginning of the new creation. It is taking humanity into a new dimension of existence, which is beyond death, through death, but beyond death, into the life of the new creation, which is in him. And therefore, the the new creation that Isaiah refers to is illustrated in the Revelation lesson, where the risen Christ is there uh, in this new dimension of reality, and that's that new dimension of reality into which we enter in in Christ, because we're baptized into His death, and through um, death, who are sharing in His death and dying with Him. We enter, we pass through death and into this new resurrection life. And so the, the new heavens and the new earth are something we already live in. And our own gathering here each day for prayer is, is our participation in this life of prayer in which we live in union with God the Father through Christ, the risen and glorified Christ in the Spirit. And in the Spirit, we have a life that that is no longer subject to death, even though we live in bodies that themselves will die, as New Testament tells us, we have eternal life. <clears throat> and, and so we've passed through, we've already been freed from the judgment that is separation from God, and so we live in this reality that, and various things draw this out in the Revelation lesson, um, he's made us kings and priests unto our God, <clears throat> that, um, <clears throat> This, this this is our status. We can um, we can pray to God in Christ through the Spirit. We can get into the Holy of Holies. Remember on Good Friday, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And though and and as Isaiah talked about answered prayer before they ask, I'll answer. <clears throat> and then in Isaiah, that all of the. Um, the blessings of the new creation Isaiah talks about are portrayed in terms of old covenant fulfillment. There'll be long life, <clears throat> there'll be prosperity in the land, and and so the it's metaphorically uh, portrayed in terms of the blessing of the old covenant. But we understand these down the new covenant in terms of of a horizon of reality that could not be envisioned there, which is that having a life that does not end. <clears throat> and so we don't, we, like Isaiah talks about, you know, they'll, they'll uh, it'd be as old as a life of a tree. The fact is that our, our existence in Christ is not bounded by time and death. <clears throat> so whatever we do is, is um, for example, later on in Revelation, it will say, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. Even so, says the Spirit, for they rest from their labors, and their works follow them. So in the new creation, in Christ, in the Spirit, all of our labor is fruitful. And the idea of the covenant blessings that came to Israel because they would have prosperity in the land, the fact is we're already in a certain way living in the land, 
of, of the new creation and what the New Testament tells us is that our labor in Christ in the Spirit has a reward that doesn't go away because it's in the new creation. It may look as though it passed away in this world and may look futile from the world standpoint, but the world doesn't live in the new creation. We live in the new creation. And so we we understand that at the second coming of our Lord that this that which we participate now in 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 Christ in the spirit will eventually become the only visible reality and and the old will completely pass away so we now live in 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 Christ our life in Christ is in this tension space of living in Christ in the spirit the new creation yet also living in this world which is passing away and dying and we have and so that's the tension of life but it's it's this eschatologically we understand it's the kingdom the new heavens have been inaugurated the kingdom is already here we're already kings and priests and this tension characterizes the christian life but it's one of the reasons that in christ we is very we have to avoid the temptation to get caught up in the horizon of time and this is a great temptation for christians to fight temporal battles as though they were eternal ones and and to get caught up in this or that thing happening in time this world is passing away it's 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 kind of funny and if people talk about it in the news about you know sustainability now this world is not sustainable this system is not sustainable it's not going to work um we're witnesses in the world of the kingdom that is already established witnesses for it we offer an invitation for people to come into it, but this is where we need to live. And, and we know that most of the things in this world aren't going to work, but we can labor in the kingdom and, and, and uh, build things and grow into that life, which is eternity, eternal. And that's what we share in, in Christ. So the new heavens and the new earth are already here. They, they are, they are this risen Christ to, who, 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 um, we can see in glory and in whom we live and who walks among the churches and the churches live in him as we wait for him to come in that full and final way. But we have that joy and that peace in Christ in the new creation right now as we live life in Christ in the spirit. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of the gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. 
and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Father Thank John. Everybody. Thank you, Mrs. Scarlett. Thank you so much. Bye, kiddos. Thank you. Have a good Friday.